0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2, on 980 CKNW and through the Radio
1: Player app.
0: Uh, very pleased to welcome now Don Wilson, who is the new owner of Little Sisters Bookstore. He's a friend of Bruce Smith. Don, thanks for coming on. Uh, thank you. Don, first of all, my condolences and the loss of your friend. Let, let's talk a little bit. Before we talk about Little Sisters, let's talk a little bit about Bruce. What, what can you tell me about him?
1: Well, Bruce was a non-assuming guy, very quiet, uh, heavily into the accounting end of things. And over the past number of years, Bruce had kidney disease and was partially blind, lost his partner in 2014, lost a dog a year later. So he'd gone through quite a bit, but he didn't really let that affect him. Mm. You know, we had many great breakfasts at Joe's Grill on Davie and that's where we sort of chatted and hung out, and he came by and was always giving me a hard time about different things. And I took over the store when Jim passed away for Bruce as his management, and then he later sold it to me.
0: Okay, I'm sorry for the loss of your friend there, Don, for sure. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Little Sisters. When did Bruce uh, co-found Little Sisters? In
1: 1983.
0: Yeah, and that was a different time and era, wasn't it? Like it wasn't, we didn't have the same openness that we have now. It was difficult to run like an openly gay and lesbian bookstore in the city back then.
1: Yeah, it was very difficult. The store previously was on Thurlow Street and had a couple of firebombs thrown up in the hallway. Wow. and People didn't want that store there, but they persisted and in 1996, moved it to David Street to a larger location.
0: Right, so he faced a lot of opposition, but what what was in uh, Bruce and his partner's DNA there to kind of keep it going? I mean, he must have had some stick-to-itiveness and toughness about him too, I imagine.
1: Oh, he was, they were very tough about it. They yeah. definitely were not going to let it slide. And they had a manager at that time who really helped along with their legal battles.
0: Right, what were some of the legal battles they went through?
1: Well, they had to take on Customs. Yeah, you know, and that went on through the 1990s until I think it was in 2000 when they finally won the case.
0: Yeah, as and I re- pretty as-
1: much since then, a lot of the customs problems have subsided. Every once in a while, it rears up, but not too much.
0: Yeah, as I recall, I recall those stories, Don. And, and there was like obscenity laws at the time, right? There was like material getting stopped at the border.
1: It, exactly, yeah. and it was uh, they were letting some stuff through, but anything that came through for Little Sisters, it was tagged. And, A lot of the pages were ripped out. We never saw the shipments.
0: What sort of uh, need did Little Sisters uh, provide for the community in the city? Why was it an important place?
1: It was a safe place for people to come to, not be judged, and, you know, really a safe place to hang out. And A lot of people came out. This was the first place that they came to because they could feel comfortable there and talk to people about their problems they were going through, whether it was their family or friends or something, or we were judging them for whatever they were.
0: Yeah, and when you're talking about the early 80s, it was still not a, an easy time for people to come out of the closet, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. It, it was a, totally a taboo subject.
0: Yeah. When uh, you mentioned like fire, fire bombings of the place, how, how often did that happen?
1: It happened two or three times, yeah. Right. But it so, they persisted and were able to get it fixed right away and get reopened.
0: When did you take over the store?
1: In two thousand and sixteen, I managed it after two thousand and fourteen when Jim
0: died. Okay, okay. So you were managed, you were managing there before you took the store over.
1: Like, exactly, because mm-hmm. Bruce was partially blind as well, so a lot of things he couldn't do.
0: Right. Tell me, tell me about the bookstore now. What's what kind of uh, what sort of operation do you have going there now? Well, we
1: we carry books, clothing, you know, adult novelties, cards gifts you know it's sort of expanded into you know an emporium everything (laughs) yeah
0: what do you think Bruce? what do you think is uh bruce's legacy in the city
1: i think that he's gonna be remembered for you know opening up one of the first stores in vancouver
0: yeah and it certainly was a, a do you remember like when he was going through the opposition the legal fights the fire bombings. I'm sure there was a lot of hate going on as well. I mean, what, what what do you recall of those of those days and and how he how he handled it, how he managed it?
1: They were very adamant that they were going to win that whole battle, and that sooner or later people were going to give up condemning it.
0: Mm-hmm. Who did they? Who were they fighting in court? Who was trying to stop them?
1: Oh, the customs. Yeah, yeah.
0: And they ended up winning the court cases, right?
1: Yeah, in two thousand they won, yeah.
0: Well Don, I'm sorry for the loss of your friend. Thank you for coming on to thank you for coming on to talk about him.
1: Okay, thank you for calling.